Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Black Magic Murder. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. fall of 1929, 66-year-old Nancy Bowen and 36-year-old Lila Jimerson decided to play with a Ouija board. The two women were friends from the community and both members of the Seneca Original Nations, a tribe based out of western New York, and lived on the Cataragus Reservation near Buffalo. Bowen was a healer and Jimerson worked at the reservation's school. While good-natured, it had been a rough time for Nancy Bowen. The recent death of her husband, Sassafras Charlie Bowen, another Seneca healer, had thrown her into a deep depression, one that she thought she could ease if, perhaps, she made spiritual contact. As Nancy and Lila learned over the board, the planchette started to reveal a message to them from Charlie. It said, They killed me. Who killed you? The women asked. The board spelled out the answer, letter by letter. C-L-O-T-H-I-L-D-E. Clothilde. A strange name, but one Lila Jimerson knew very, very well. What happened next would spiral into a supremely lurid and chaotic case, characterized by accusations of black magic bigotry, sexual exploits, supernatural communication, murder, and educational dioramas. Today, we're talking about the bizarre and fascinating death of Clothilde Marchand, also known as the Ouija board murder. So here we have Nancy and Lila sitting in front of a Ouija board and get the first name of the woman who allegedly killed Nancy's husband, Clothilde. Nancy, of course, is beside herself and becomes even more emotional when the Ouija board spells out some helpful specifics, the killer's address on Riley Street in downtown Buffalo, New York, and her description, short with bobbed hair and missing teeth. Equipped with information from, quote, the great beyond, Nancy Bowen, of course, wants to confront this woman, Clothilde. At the time, Buffalo is not very big, and with the address and a fairly detailed description, she can find this woman easily. To add to suspicions, after the seance, Bowen received several letters signed Mrs. Dooley, explaining that Clothilde was a witch who had hexed Sassafras Charlie out of jealousy. Quote, her witchcraft didn't work so good, so she decided to kill him, one letter said. With this mounting evidence, Bowen became more and more convinced that Clothilde killed her husband, and that she was next. For months, things are quiet. Then in March of 1930, 12-year-old Henri Marchand Jr. comes home from school to discover his mother, a painter and mother of four named Clothilde Marchand, dead, beaten to death with a hammer and chlorophyll paper shoved down her throat. 
Henri Jr. runs over to the Buffalo Museum of Science to tell his father, world-renowned sculptor Henri Marchand Sr., what he just saw. Henri Marchand is a bit of a celebrity. A French-born sculptor, Henri's big claim to fame is that he studied under one of the great sculptors of all time, Auguste Rodin, known by many as the founder of modern sculpture. In the early 1900s, Henri and Clothilde emigrated to the U.S. for an opportunity Marchand received to work as a diorama artist for the New York State Museum in Albany, and had particular success depicting original nation's people in various settings. His work in 1918 on the museum's Iroquois dioramas earned him more attention and recognition, which led to his next big opportunity. In 1925, Marchand and his family moved to Buffalo, New York, where, along with his sons Paul and George, he was commissioned to construct larger-scale dioramas for the Buffalo Museum of Science. While at first Henri Marchand is looked into as the killer, he vehemently denies any involvement in his wife's violent death. But police soon learn from neighbors that a Seneca woman had cased the house earlier that day, which clears Marchand and begs new unanswered questions. The Seneca Reservation, Cataragus, was about 50 miles away. But police also learn that Henri Marchand had worked on the Cataragus Reservation while creating his beloved Iroquois dioramas for the New York State Museum. Police ask Marchand why someone from the reservation would have any reason to harm Clothilde, and he gives them a name, Lila Jimerson, friend of newly widowed Nancy Bowen. While the name Bowen doesn't ring any bells for Marchand, Lila Jimerson is a name he is intimately familiar with. More after the break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, hello. How are you? Hello. How are you doing? How's it going? How's it hanging? Ooh, feeling good? Feeling no? September fresh? Oh, yeah. Is that, Is a, that thing? a thing? I don't know. Just made it up right now. It's like, could be. Back to school, if your school is just staring into the abyss. Yeah. I thought you were going to say TV screen, which I was like, I can get on board with that. Yes. Yeah, that same sense. Same thing. Hmm. Well, we want to say hello to anyone who's listening, supporting the show, spreading the good word of Ghost mm, Town. Amazing. And how I've missed them, <laughs> how I look to them, and how there are... A few new additions oh. to the ghost town government. You buried the lead. I know. Okay, I know. I'm excited. Yeah. This is a little early birthday gift for me. But an, if you want to send her an actual birthday gift, that this wouldn't take the place of it. No, not at all. <laughs> we would like to say hello to the mayors. That's right. This mayor is really excited for history class. <laughs> Loves history. Loves 
U.S. history, world history, history from 1929 to 1989, only wants to hear about the uh, stock market crash to the fall of Berlin Wall. Other than that, not interested. Wow. Don't waste this person's time. We are talking about Kelly Meehan. Hello. Here comes a math nerd. Loves calculations. <laughs> Only between 1930 and 1979. <laughs> yeah, no new math. No new. It's like, what's up with trig? Uh-uh. It's like that. Mm-mm-mm. That'd be Cat Chozelle. Hello. Home Eck. I don't know what that is. I've never <laughs> taken it. I must. I went to a poverty school. I only seen it on TV. Is that where you learn how to like do functional things? Yeah, I, I had Home Eck in middle school, but not high school, which no. is also strange. So you learn how to like what, like like iron and taxes and cooking stuff. Oh, so useful stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not square dancing. Not that I ever did that, but no, I, feel like I also did that. that. Yeah. God, I had all was of that. Helpful? that. All of it was incredibly helpful, as you can tell, probably, from my life. Well, that'd be Casey Weber. Hello. And uh, always carrying a, a, like a worn paperback novel in her back pocket because she loves literature. <laughs> Ooh, loves it. Show off. Are you going to bully all these people later? Yeah. That's the, that's the, the thing that ties it all together. Is I'm the bully this time. This time it's me. But very pat, like not very passive. Ah, uh, I see. Love Salinger, right? <laughs> Bukowski, come on. Oh, that'd be Ashley Matson. Hello. And loves learning the Francais. <laughs> that would be Jean Mappel, Jason, and whatever. <laughs> yeah, Sava. Yeah, Et right. And yeah. this person would say Jean Mappel, Charlie Gilbert. Bonjour. And. The new kids in school from out of town. Oh, they're so cool. They're so, but collars all popped up. Yeah. Somebody's wearing a spiked bracelet. Wow, riding in on their dad's rabbit and just yeah, smoking yeah. by the. It's like sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wear them indoors where I come from. <laughs> you know what they love to do? What? Listen to rock. Oh, damn. Playing the playing the cassette deck, <sighs> playing the cassette deck out of the rabbit. It's going to be trouble. That'd be Emma Hopkins. Hello. And welcome. And welcome. Both of those things. To Ghost Town High School. Welcome to our school. (laughs) And we have someone from the jolly old UK. Oh. So if you've seen Grease 2, this could be our Michael Carrington. Ooh, hot as hell and brooding and knows everything about motorcycles very quickly. At first people are like, you're a bookworm. And then they're like, wait a minute, he's cool. <laughs> you're also a model. Yeah, you're also a model. I don't know why we're ignoring that. <laughs> exactly. You're literally the hottest 40-year-old in the school. <laughs> yeah. And not to say this person's 40, but this brand new mayor is Matthew Clement Larry. And I hope I'm saying that right. I, I hope you are too. That's a beautiful name. Yeah, three names. Fitting. I love it. Perfect. Oh, so cool. Hello. Here comes the principal <laughs> in the form of governor. This governor has time to do principal stuff. Oh, shit. I've watched a bunch of like uh, high school-based horror movies. I've, the Faculty, which I've never seen. Oh, yeah. That's and an old Teaching Miss Tingle, which I've never seen. I've been on a real 90s kick. I've been <laughs> oh watching a real God. strange array of movies lately. Wow. Yeah. Are they good? I mean, give them all a grade, teacher. The Faculty, I would give a B+. Plus. Hmm. Teaching Miss Tingle, I would give a C. Yeah. Pretty watchable, but not very good. Both are passing grades. But this principal, not an alien, <laughs> runs the show, makes the rules. Cool principal, but you know what? 
You call it the principal's office? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't know what's going to happen. No, she's at Beyonce's Renaissance right now. Yes. So she, can't, she, so can't talk. she doesn't. Yeah. She's She'll be do- back to office hours tomorrow. Relax. That would be our governor, Avian Noble. Noble. If you want no ads, no chit chat, bonus episodes, just the good stuff. Seven days free if you want to check it out. That would be patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Well, what do you say we go back to Buffalo for a second? At 10 p.m., the day of Clothfield Marchand's murder, first Jimerson is arrested, and then she names Bowen, who had kept, for whatever reason, Clothfield's earpieces to her glasses and pieces of her blood-stained clothing. Then Nancy speaks out about her actions, and what she said would make front-page headlines for nearly two years, both locally and internationally. Bowen told authorities that she had finally confronted Clothfield on this matter, told her she was a witch, and accusing her of killing her beloved husband. Then, enraged, she had violently killed Clothfield herself with a hammer. When authorities asked why Bowen thought Clothfield was a witch, she talked about how she and Lila channeled Charlie's spirit using a Ouija board, and that the board and planchette spelled out the fact that Clothfield killed Charlie, where she lived, and what she looked like. She also said that, along with the Ouija board, Lila Jamison had talked to Bowen about Clothfield's habits of gathering and eating mushrooms, quote, strange hellish vegetables, and about other practices of the dark arts that Clothfield was involved with. All this, of course, came to a head after the letters, when Bowen went to Marshawn's home and knocked on the door. When Clothfield opened it, Bowen confronted her, pulled out a hammer, and beat down the French woman, then stuffed chloroform-soaked paper down her throat. However, investigators realized that Bowen's story had a big problem. The fact is, Nancy Bowen couldn't read. This was proven in the investigation. This fact would make it so that Bowen didn't know what the board said on her own, and so she relied solely on her friend, Lila Jamison, to tell her what the Ouija board was spelling out. Jimerson had guided the planchette to spell out the necessary words that would cast Clothfield Marchand as a killer, a devious character who had sealed the demise of Bowen's beloved husband and might have set out to kill Nancy herself. And of course, all of this is horrible. Clearly, Lila Jimerson was controlling her vulnerable friend and crafting a murder plot to destroy the life of Clothfield Marchand. But the question remains, why would Lila Jimerson do that? What was her motive? After Lila's long interrogation, authorities finally got their reason. Love. Well, infatuation, most likely. But who am I to say? Lila was in love with Henri Marchand, and the two had had a long affair after Jimerson worked as one of Marchand's figure models. In fact, it was still continuing, the affair to this day. Lila admitted that she thought she could have the renowned sculptor all for herself if Clothfield was out of the picture. So, on the day of Clothfield's murder, Jimerson and Bowen came down from the reservation. While Bowen was busy attacking Clothfield, Jimerson visited Henri at the museum, and the two had gone for a romantic afternoon car ride. Nancy Bowen and Lila Jimerson were both arrested for murder, and the, quote, Ouija board murders became a national sensation. Surprise, surprise, despite having the same dress, manner, and education as other Buffalonians, the two Seneca women were racially portrayed as untamed and unattractive. Bowen became the hex woman, described as sinister, stooped, and withered. Time magazine painted Lila as Red Lila Jimerson, slim and attractive by most accounts, as sallow, flat-chested, scraggle-haired, and toothless. The widower Henri Marchand was cast as the vulnerable victim, the handsome, sensitive artist that one paper characterized as, quote, never aware of the fierce aboriginal passions he had aroused. Bad take and get ready for some more. At the trial, guess what? Henri Marchand didn't hold up to his naive, innocent media portrayal. 
He was a womanizer, a bigot, and a liar. Marchand admitted on the stand that he'd had more affairs than he could remember, quote, too many to count. And Jimerson was just one of the many original nations women he had had relationships with. He said it was a, quote, professional necessity to seduce original nations women because it made them more willing to disrobe for his diorama modeling and made his work more anatomically accurate overall. And he said, Clothilde was cool with it all, consenting to him to be able to have his own free love lifestyle. District Attorney Guy Moore backed Marchand's allegations up and set out to destroy Lila Jimerson specifically. For Nancy Bowen's part, she did testify that, compelled by supernatural forces and her own despair, she did try to kill Clothilde with hexes, but finally resorted to the hammer and chloroform. Again, Jimerson reinforced to the jury that she traveled with Bowen to and from Buffalo on the day of the murder, but was riding in Henri Marchand's car when the murder was actually occurring. Pressed to explain his side of the statement, Marchand said dismissively, quote, Indians love to go for automobile rides. Marchand also kept saying him and Jimerson barely knew each other, but Jimerson's family called that bluff by giving press dozens of love letters Marchand had written to Lila during their very long affair. It also came out that Henri Marchand worked very closely with the Senecas, specifically studying the flora and fauna of the Cataragas Reservation while staying there with his wife. During these times, Clothilde Marchand would gather mushrooms and sketch out the countryside, probably where Jimerson got the gathering mushrooms for this dark arts comment. At some point during his work with the Senecas, Henri became friends with young Lila Jimerson, who modeled for him. Not long after Prosecutor Moore called Jimerson, quote, filthy, she suffered a flare-up of a respiratory condition, leading the judge to declare a mistrial. Then, Jimerson pled guilty to second-degree murder from her hospital bed, but retracted the plea soon afterwards. Acclaimed lawyer Clarence Darrow was brought in to help make sure Jimerson got a fair trial, but he ended up not taking the case. But, after healing up, Jimerson and Bowen awaited trial number two in jail. In an interview from prison, Jimerson told reporters the affair began in 1922. It was 1931 at the time, during a very presumably romantic automobile ride. Many more rides followed, and there they were. Then, at the second trial, one year later, everything was changed. Things were markedly different for all parties. Jimerson's lawyer went on attack with Moore. Jimerson testified she was foolishly in love with Marchand and implicated him in the whole scheme, saying he told her he was, quote, tired of Clawfield. After his arrogance and many tone-deaf statements, even for the 1930s, the first murder trial, Henri Marchand was viewed as a prosecution liability and was not invited to attend the second trial in person. That was probably okay by him, because by that time, Marchand had moved to Albany and married his dead wife's 18-year-old niece. Never prosecuted, he died in 1951. The results of Bowen and Jimerson's second trial might surprise you. Jimerson was acquitted and freed. Bowen was released after pleading guilty to manslaughter and accepting a sentence of time served. The rest of the Marchand family soldiered on. Claudette was buried in Forest Lawn Cemetery in Buffalo, New York. Two of her sons, Paul and George, followed in their father's footsteps as nature sculptors. Though I couldn't find out what happened specifically to Nancy Bowen after she was freed, Lila Jimerson married a local man and lived for a very long time in Pennysburg, New York, near her old reservation. She died in 1972. If you want to experience a little piece of this extremely bizarre case, you can. Claudette's grave is in Buffalo, and you can find dioramas by the Marchands in many museums, including the Buffalo Science Museum, the State Museum, and even the Smithsonian.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.